Hello, unfiltered friends. Today, I have on Ava Ryan, who I am a huge fan of from the Vine days. Her most viral content, like It's Freaking Bats or I Smell Like Beef, all happened when she was super young. She's still super young. She's 12. And this is by far the cutest interview that I have ever done. If you enjoy what you hear, please make sure you share it everywhere. Tag me so I can repost you. Make sure you give the podcast a rating and a review. And without further ado, here is Ava Ryan. Welcome to the Unfiltered Friends Podcast. Before we introduce you to our next friend, I want you to take a moment to think about everything that led you to where you are right now. Do you see how strong you are? Do you see how great your story is? I hope you do, and I hope you learn great lessons and get inspired by our next friend's story on the Unfiltered Friends Podcast. Hey, how's it going? What's up? (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, hello. (laughs) The thing I'm going to enjoy about talking to you is that I know that you're entertaining enough on your own that if I'm not entertaining, you'll pick up the slack for me. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. (laughs) I need people who are actually entertaining. That's why I host the podcast (laughs) instead of being on it. So tell people, tell people like who you are and, um, I want to just tell people who you are first. We'll get into it. Hello, everyone. I'm Ava Ryan. You might know me from Vine, from, you know, the memes I have done. uh, Like I smell like beef, freaking bats (laughs) and so much more. Um, And yeah, I am on this podcast today to kind of talk about how I've got here and how I did all those memes. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. I think a lot of people just see people on a screen and they don't know like truly who that person is. They make probably a lot of assumptions. I'm sure you've faced that. And especially at such a young age. Right. Um, But let's go. I mean, let's go back to Vine. How, how smells like beef, I think was like. That was like 2012. I was like two. You were, you were two. Yeah. How. (laughs) Break down what was going on there because so, there's a lot to unpack in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There, there's a lot. So it was probably like my first memory that I like ever had because I was two years old. Right. And so my grandpa, like, I'm gonna go fully in depth to this story. It's really but, serious. We need to really go <laughs> in depth to understand right. the beef with the beef. Yes, <laughs> we do. So my grandpa, he has always been. Someone who likes to grill up stuff for dinner. He has a whole grill. It's fancy. So that night, he made steak for the family because we used to live in my grandparents' house. And for some reason, in my little tiny brain, I was like, oh, yeah, the sun sets the color of the steak when it was cooking. (laughs) So, And I also smell like beef because the grill was... It, it it's very strong smell for some reason I'm not sure if it was broken no. but yeah so i just said i just said i smell like beef and that's kind of the thing that happened my parents were like oh my gosh this is so funny ha 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 they didn't think to post it though because like they thought like maybe it was only funny to them because they were like my parents but then someone was like no you should really post that yeah on this app vine and they're like okay and then we did and then it just 
from there, I became an internet sensation. Oh, yeah. Um, Superstar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My favorite part about you is probably hu your humility about it, too. It's pretty It's pretty nice to see that. <laughs> but you uh, have you did you actually eat the steak or just smell it? Because beef sweats is a thing. Have you ever experienced beef sweats where you eat enough beef where you start to sweat from it and then you you actually smell like beef? Well, when I was younger, I don't think that happened, but I, I think I had a little bit because I was a very fat baby and I ate everything that I saw. What was your favorite thing? Probably my grandpa's steak. Oh. So that was probably like the main thing on my mind. Like it was like the center thing that I was always thinking about was the steak my grandpa makes because it's so bomb and it's just my favorite food. Mm -hmm. And you know, I everyone loves food. I love food, literally every single food. Mm -hmm. So I've always been a foodie. Not a picky eater. Not a picky eater. Okay, what's off? The, there's got to be something that's like a no-go for you. Okay, well, you're right. Coleslaw. I, I cannot stand oh. behind it. It's it takes a very particular type of coleslaw. I don't know what that is, but I know when it's bad. So we <laughs> right. sometimes it works, but very rarely. So that and potato I, salad, people can really mess up potato salad. I've never really tried coleslaw, but like I, I from the looks of it, I'm kind of judging it by the looks of what it looks like, you know, and the smell. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, know, when you smell it, that's how you'll taste it. So if you don't like the smell, right. you probably won't like the taste. Yeah. But that doesn't go for like soap and candles. Because <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I smelled soap and I would like the smell. So I tried to eat it, I think. Yeah, I did. I did with my... Yeah, with my with my friends, I tried to eat a bar of soap. Are you breaking I, news to your mother right now that you were eating soap as a child? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, I think. Because soap smells good. Why do they make it smell so good if they don't want you to eat it? Like, I, I think I think um, me and your mom probably had a similar thing with paste when we were younger. It smelled. I don't. Do they use paste anymore in school? I don't, I don't know. I remember smelling glue though. Oh. Like, <laughs> That's a, a whole other podcast. <laughs> paste was delicious smelling, but don't 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 eat paste. Don't eat it. No. Dude, so was the freaking toothpaste I used to use when I was little. You're not supposed to swallow it, but it tasted so good. It was like the Thomas the Train toothpaste, and it tasted amazing. It was immaculate. Is Thomas <laughs> the so Tank Engine still a thing? I don't know. I haven't watched. Now I make fun of it. Because, like, it's a trade who can talk. Like, come on now. But, like, I used to be a really big fan. Well, you're but, you're 12 now? Yeah. Yeah, so you're getting towards the I'm about to be too cool for a whole lot of things phase of your life. No. Yes. No. You just demonstrated no. it. Thomas the Tank Engine is cool. I also fell off with Thomas, and now <laughs> we're back together. Like, it happens. Dude, I'm telling you, it just freaks me out. A, a train who can talk? I don't know about that. I don't know about yeah. that one. Well, so I but, think Vine probably ruined that a little bit because there were so many scary memes of Thomas the yes. Tank Engine yes, <laughs> doing exactly. weird stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the one with Harry Potter. It's like, like I think it's like Harry Potter on a train with like Ron. And oh, like, and they had that like really yeah. loud noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's one. That's one of my favorite Vines actually. But, uh, Actually, one thing about me that's a little fun and a little bit of um, 
to get to know me better if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> that I don't okay, I'm like the thing is, I might not like Thomas the Tank Engine, but I do like a lot of things that are meant for younger kids. Like, dude, I still play Roblox. Like, Roblox is fun. It's great. I literally will play dolls with anyone. I, I love slime. It's fun. Wait, like, tell, go, let's go back to Roblox for a second, because this is a right. serious discussion. So mm-hmm. I have a friend okay. that has a daughter that's around your age, and Every year for her birthday, and she gets very excited about it, I buy her a Robux card so that she can Ah, buy things. Yeah. And for a while, she kept trying to explain to me that she was using the Robux to buy bees. Does that make sense to you? Creating like a hive of bees with Robux. Oh, you know what? I think I know what she's talking about. So basically... What a Robux card is, it's like a online currency. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Roblox money. So mm-hmm. if you get a Robux card, you can redeem it in the app and then get Robux, which is the Roblox currency, right? Right. She's probably talking about Bee Swarm Simulator, which is a game I used to play all the time with my best friend Gavin. Um, you know Gavin. The thing is, is the last two playlist lives, I took pictures with one person. This year it was you. Last time it was Gavin. Because for yeah. some reason, I liked watching funny children on Vine. <laughs> I don't know what, but it's just like all these, like, it's not, it's not, I don't know what normal is, but like you and Gavin are just extra funny humans at a very young age. Right. At what age were you when you gathered that you might be a funny human? Oh, um, <laughs> I've never really thought about that. I was just like, hey. This is my personality. This is me. People like it. So I'm just going to keep posting about it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to kind of tell and show my life on the internet. And I've grew up with the internet and I love it. It's fun to grow up on the internet. Because you can look back at everything and be like, oh, ha, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that's, what, that's how I laugh at the internet. I'm just looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so are you are you in are you in are you homeschooled are you going to a regular school what's your school situation oh, i'm going to a regular school uh yeah so do those <laughs> kids know that you have this big internet following actually yes yeah one time when i was about seven years old i was in the library and a girl came up to me and asked for my autograph and it was kind of funny because i was just like reading a book and i was like huh yeah. I was like seven years old and I did not understand what was happening. And she was like probably like a junior or something. I don't know. Because my my school that I used to go to was like a weird structure. Like the all the middle schoolers and all the elementary schoolers were in the same school. So like, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that breakdown before. So yeah. did, what kind of reactions were you getting from your kid, like the kids at school about your internet fame? Well, a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's cool." I used to I watch Vine compilations. I still yeah. I still watch those. Vine <laughs> was the first one that I didn't Vine is probably the only social media that popped up where I was just a consumer instead of a creator. So, right. when Vine people started going to stuff like Playlist Live or VidCon, I would find myself fangirling kind of like when I saw you, I was like, "Are you the Bats girl?" Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I I've, right. I've watched so many of those those compilations, but it was like it takes a really certain 
uh, type of person to be funny in six seconds. It really does. I mean, I know it expanded yeah. later, but initially, like, I just could not be funny in six seconds. So I quit and started watching people like you. Yeah, because, like, honestly, the things I did when I was younger, like, online, and still now, like, everything I create and put on the internet is all, like, I don't know, what's the word? I forgot what it was. Like, it's kind of just, like, all, like, real life, I guess. Authentic. Like, I, You're being your authentic yeah. self and expressing right. it on the internet. Like, you know, the thing is, it's not like I was trying to make up a funny joke in six seconds. I just was genuinely being a strange human that I am in six seconds. So I think that's kind of how I became, like, the meme child because I was just so funny and so, like, mature for a two-year-old i guess that, because I, I, yeah because yeah. watching you i'm just like how is this person too and way funnier than i'll ever be in my life and some people it's just innate within them to be a funny yeah. person yeah if you could point to someone in your life that gave you the sense of humor that you have now who who do you have like a funny person you emulate in your life yeah Probably my dad. Yeah. He's always been, like, really funny ever since I was little. Same with my mom. Like, I think the thing about that, too, is I kind of grew up, like, just being silly with my parents. So I was like, oh, this is fun. I'll just be funny all the time. And then I started becoming, like, I started, my parents started videotaping it. And, yeah, that's kind of how everything blew up. But, yeah, my parents always used to, like, when I was really, really little, I think a part of it, too, was my parents would, like, always talk to me and have, like, real-life conversations with me at, like, one month old. Mm -hmm. Like, and they'll be like, yeah, that's cool. And I would not respond. I'd just be, like, sitting up and drooling at them. So in that way, I could kind of understand English a little better. So that's why people, like, call, probably call me so mature because I started talking so soon. I don't know mm -hmm. why. But I did. I it's, just had a lot to say. It sounds like you got like majorly socialized around of a lot a lot of adults. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Because um, you know, my so basically I grew up around a lot of adults because I was like kind of like the youngest child of the family because my grandma has three other siblings. Mm -hmm. And they are because my grandma had my mom like at like a little later. So they're all like like 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, on and on, whatever. 140, but, you know. Right. You know, that's kind of <laughs> like you know, the thing is my great grandma is literally like ninety-one right now. It's crazy. And you know, it's awesome because it's like, oh, that's my genes. Yay! I'll live forever. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you want? Do you want to live forever? No, not forever, but I want to live long enough to kind of keep being the internet queen. Yeah. And yeah, I'll just live like that forever. I'll just be the internet queen forever, you know? You already you established yourself at two, so you're right. you're on a good trajectory. Your career is already pretty lengthy for this internet world. But go but going back to to school. What kind of right. reactions are were you getting from your peers for the content you were making? Let's start with a positive one. Give me some positive reactions. Did you have okay. any negative ones? No, not really. Really? Uh, yeah, not really. Well, maybe one because, okay, I'll get into that. Okay. But 
basically a lot of people were like we're really really nice about it like oh my gosh that's so cool i watch my compilations all the time you know let's be friends so i that's how kind of like i <laughs> got a lot of friends because i never really went to free school because my mom just was a stay-at-home mom and my dad went to work like because like a lot of parents obviously do that and um you know i never had to go to preschool because like my mom was always home just playing with me and stuff mm-hmm. and um i like did not know how to make a lot of friends when i got to school so as soon as i walked into school i was like hi uh i have a lot of followers and i'm famous and then like in kindergarten and everyone was like oh my gosh really and then like that's how i got like friends in kindergarten and then like in first grade i like chilled out a little bit about that but like and my friends like tell me now like ava you were so like like stuck up in kindergarten because you came into class like just like i'm famous be my friend i mean you gotta use you gotta use the tools that you have you know you have because to to people your age um, I mean, people of all ages now, but like especially people of your age, <clears throat> having that internet following is kind of like cool points. Is that is that how you felt about it and still feel about it? <laughs> uh, not really anymore because I've kind of like matured a little bit about that. Like, you know, not everything's about be- having followers. Like, you know, there's more to friendships. <laughs> but when I was younger, it's definitely how I felt. I was like, people like me if I tell them that like I'm famous and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, but in my new middle school, I really didn't like tell everyone. Like, if people became friends with me, I'll tell them like, hey, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you <laughs> re- do you remember when Vine shut down? Yeah, it was so sad. Yeah. I Did you get any sort of like indicator that it was going to happen or was it just a shock to you? It was, well, not really. My mom was just like, hey, Ava, Vine's shutting down in two weeks. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's what? And then like, it's like so sad because like that was like the, prob- in my opinion, probably like the best platform that ever was. <laughs> like Vine is just unbeatable. Like. Nothing can compare. No, I think Vine got popular. This is my theory on Vine. It got popular on accident. Like people were just accidentally like really funny. And I think when it kind of went downhill is when people started to recognize that you could like build this following and you would see kind of like really inauthentic manufactured content. Is, Is that kind of what you would see too on the platform? Yeah. And also like when Vine shut down like people were like kind of like vine was the only platform they were on and they didn't know we had other platforms so it was just kind of like oh <laughs> like half my fan base is just gone because vine shut down mm-hmm. but um it was kind of sad because like some people that like were fans of me and like we were like friends and stuff they like we didn't know where they went because vine was just like gone but like me and my mom these past few years we started a tiktok and a bunch of people were like oh my god it's a beef girl where have you been and i was like i've been on instagram this entire time i know people (laughs) act like you just because you're not on their favorite platform you just left earth right (laughs) like i just vanished at at the ripe age of six yeah 
just like just went off into infinity and beyond. Like, what what were the so I don't know if you've had this experience. The TikTok TikTok comment sections can be a little rough. Uh, people have a lot of interesting viewpoints on the way that you choose to exist. Did you find that the Vine comment sections were ever? Did you even engage with them very much since you were so young? No, I definitely, my mom never let me look at the comments. She's like, Ava, there's so many nice comments, but some of them are not really nice. And also, I really didn't care. Mm. At that age, I was like, you know, I don't care about the comments. Uh, so, yeah, no, I never really read the comments. But as I get older, my mom would tell me, like, yeah, because I asked, like, and did we ever get, like, mean comments on Vine and stuff? And she'd be like, well, not about you, because obviously you're a child. And if someone were to do that, they'd be, have to be a really bad person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, mainly we'd get hate comments, you know, about, like, my mom and stuff. Because, like, everyone's like, you're exposing your child on the internet. But really, it happened accidentally. Like, we didn't even think that it would get as popular as it did. And also, like, I would literally tell my mom and I still do like please can we do a video because I kind of want to it's really fun I really love like working on the internet I just find it so fun but a lot of people think like I'm like I don't want to do it which is actually the opposite somehow you're some tool for your your family right. to right like it's not like that at all no um, for some people I mean, that might be the case. I don't know. But for me, definitely not yeah. at all. Or Gavin. Both of us are like, a lot of people are like, you're like the most, like, the like kids on the internet that have like, like a normal childhood. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I guess you could say that because we don't really, like, I guess like we, like, ask to post stuff and don't really get asked to post a lot and also it's not like we're posting every single day mm -hmm. um i do get to do a lot of i do a like a lot of like regular kid activities yeah and i have a lot of friends and you know we're chilling yeah. like we we don't base everything off of social media you know like i've, I've had a normal normal life um and a lot of people think I haven't so that was kind of where the hate comments came from because mm. they were like blaming my mom about stuff but really in reality they don't know anything about my life or yeah yeah so it was just like <laughs> something that's like that's really impressive about you that you've learned at such a young age that I, like I still struggle with to this day yeah. is you're authentically yourself and you right. express it freely and you're not super concerned about the opinions of other people. Say yeah. people are struggling with expressing themselves authentically like that because right. of the way people react to it. Would you, do you have any advice for people on like how you got to the point where you are with not being concerned about it? Oh, totally. So basically, being online a lot and just scrolling and seeing other people all the time, you may start like to be a little self-conscious and you might start to try and be like them. So my advice, if you are struggling with actually being yourself, I think what I struggled with was trying to be like, like other people. Mm -hmm. So I kind of distanced myself from like social media for a bit and kind of just like regained, you know, 
remember like who I am and like my personality and like my style and you have to it's really hard to do to think about especially if like you kind of are on the internet a lot and you always see different people and you're like oh dang I wish I looked like her or him and you kind of just like try to be like someone like I feel like you need to distance yourself a little bit from the internet for as long as you might need and kind of just like regather and you know learn about yourself and yeah just connect with you in nature in your family and just distance yourself a little bit from the internet because it does it does really help for me might not help for some people because some people the internet is everything but for me I love the internet but at the same time it can do more harm than good sometimes but also at the same time it can be to more good than harm so it's really like a I don't know how to explain it it's it's difficult it is <laughs> it's difficult but if you want to try that and you're having a hard time with like your image and stuff and like you and just being yourself I think that would definitely help um, I mean obviously you don't have to like stay away from the internet for like a year to do that mm -hmm. but I just definitely recommend like kind of like staying away from social media for a bit to just like regain you and kind of like regain yourself and just like really think about like what I want to be and what I really, really like, like really like not trying to be like anyone else or do something that other people do. Cause I know that that happens with a lot of people. So yeah, that's probably the advice I have because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, have you had those days where like, maybe being online has really like taken you down a notch and when has it happened? Yes or no? Mm, uh, I'm like, yes and no, because when I like, at like 10, 11, 12, like that's kind of like where you're like, Oh, they're pretty. I want to look like them. That really has never happened to me because I don't really like, I don't know. It hasn't really happened to me, but I have had things that are like, dang, they have so many things that I want. Like, they have, like, um, like nice products they use. They're nice and, like, natural. <laughs> like, they have, like, everything that I want, like a nice house and stuff. And then if, like, I see someone that's like, oh, they have a lot of stuffed animals and they have, like, a really cool room and, like, they're a really nice person. They're really funny. I want to be like them. So then I try and be like them. But really, that's not who I actually am. Mm -hmm. So that that has happened to me where like I meet a friend and I'm like, dang, you're really cool. I want to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like you. So then like I kind of just like try and be like them. But then I realize like, hey, this is not really who I am at all. So then, but like in quarantine, that was a little difficult, but then like at like 12, I started, you know, now I'm fine. I'm literally a hundred percent me yeah. <laughs> like all the time, but it was definitely a problem for me for a little bit. What was it like, uh, going through the quarantine process for you because like i'm um, out of school so i don't really have i didn't really have as much effect i mean i did but what was it like being someone your age with how school is going and everything being kind of locked down right now so for me it was for some reason it felt really fast because at that time me and gavin started becoming really close mm -hmm. and talking to gavin kind of just like makes time go faster. He's like my bestie ever. He's like my platonic soulmate. 
a lot of people on the internet are like, oh my God, I can't wait for their wedding. But oh like a lot, of, a lot of people cannot understand that a female and a male can be best friends without having romantic feelings. Mm-hmm. That's what really gets on my nerves with the internet because I think you did ask that question. Like, is anyone like kind of like, mm. that's definitely one of the things that I hate because like, no, just, just no. Um, <laughs> me and Gavin are like a besties for life. And yeah, so we started becoming really close uh, during quarantine. We'd always FaceTime each other and stuff. And obviously the new Animal Crossing came out. So I was just It was perfect timing. It was perfect perfect timing. Like everything got locked down and then Animal Crossing came out. Right. (laughs) Absolutely immaculate timing. Right. So obviously I just was like religiously playing that all day. Mm -hmm. And I had Gavin to talk to. Um, it was a crazy time. It was definitely crazy. Like we'd order our groceries to come to our house and then my mom would like frantically like Lysol all like the chip bags. Oh yeah. And and then like things got a little better and then the um vaccine came out and we we all got it and we were like, Yay, now we can actually vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we can go outside. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes we still wear masks because you never know i mean after covid a lot of people were like hey maybe i'm getting sick all the time because i am just touching everything putting my fingers up my nose <laughs> and that was always a thing germs uh, beyond just covid have always been a right. thing so don't touch random stuff and then put your fingers right. in your mouth i think no. that's just solid advice pre and post covid times you know and a lot of people before covid like didn't really understand like I know I didn't because I was so young. I didn't really understand like germs and stuff and like washing your hands being like, yes. like, like, <laughs> like something you should do like all the time. And then people after COVID were like, yeah, I'm an adult and I used to not wash my hands ever. But, uh, which is gross. Like, what? That is a gross like, thing. What? <laughs> like I still wash my hands like forever because my parents, would tell me to but i never really thought about it that much until like covid no it's a good um, thing i was a i was a step parent for a while and hmm. i the sickest i ever got in my life was when those kids went to school and then came home i don't right. know what they brought back but and i never get sick it took me out for a couple weeks i was like what is this i swear schools and like what are the things I was talking about where you pay your kid if you like go to work and stuff? Like when are you daycare? daycare? Like daycare and like schools, like they're just infested with germs because yes. of kids are just genuinely like most of the time don't wash their hands. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I used to babysit this one girl and I still do, but like we live a little farther away now. But I used to babysit her. This was like I babysitted her like this summer, like all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically, I'd have to like be like, "Hey, did you wash your hands?" <laughs> all the time because, like, you know, kids, you kind of just gotta tell them. Like, Are you, you sure you're 12? I need to see some ID because all the stuff you're saying is stuff that took me way longer to figure out. Where are you? Are is this information that you <laughs> just have? Who taught you? Uh I don't know. Also, I think COVID kind of made me think that way because of like how much like like you had to be like clean like so how clean you have to be like I would just constantly think about that because everyone was worried 
it's not just me, but I did develop like some like, you know, like germophobia. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> we all did. I think that was like a global thing. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, this can happen. Yeah. If I don't wash my hands. Oh, yeah, no, I don't like this. <laughs> so then everyone was like, okay, time to be like extra clean and just soak in bleach. <laughs> but like, yeah, everyone was just kind of like very, very clean, which they always should be, but like extremely like everyone would just like bleach their countertops uh-huh. and just like kind of like wa- like wash your hands for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and that kind of made me think like oh maybe i have to do that and it kind of gave me some anxiety about mm-hmm. germs and but i mean everyone should wash your wash hands. hands this is this is basic like, knowledge yeah yeah yeah. it's just basic knowledge <laughs> but at the same time like overdoing it is also right something that yeah, <laughs> I want to go. I want to go back to Gavin for a sec, since I'm a fan, such a big fan of you both. What makes Gavin your bestie? What about Gavin? Uh, it makes him someone who's so close to you. Oh my gosh, I don't know. Okay, so basically, we're like we're probably brothers and sisters in like a past life or something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like he's just like so funny when he's not even trying to be. Like we. At Playlist, we were on, like, the – did you go on, like, the bus to Universal? Yes. On the way back, we saw this TikTok, and we were dying. The people behind us were like, are those children okay? And it sounded <laughs> like we were actually, like, dying. Yeah. Because, like, it was, like, this thing, like, is it really worth it? And it had, like, a picture of, like, a kitten paw and, like, pink jelly beans. Like, pretending, like, the kitten paws are, like, jelly beans. And then we like, were nonstop laughing for some reason. We thought found that, like, literally hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just, I, I could not breathe. Literally, it was so funny. Because whenever he starts laughing, I can't stop laughing. And it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when we were at the pool at Playlist, he, we were trying to blow bubbles underwater. And he came up from water and started coughing, but his cough did not sound normal. It sounded like, I didn't think to help him. It didn't go through my head. It just like was hilarious. So I could not stop laughing. He sounded like a dog barking. Uh-huh. So the rest of the trip, I was just like, was like joking with him, like talking about <laughs> how he was literally choked under the water somehow from mm-hmm. blowing bubbles. And we we just like we laugh all the time and we're like we talk every single day and he's just a fun person to be around you know do you think he has a do you think one of the reasons also you guys connect is because not a whole lot of people can understand having that following at your age yeah yeah that's a part of that as well um and honestly i feel like we're just the bestest of friends. And I told my mom, like, hey, pro- I have friends at school, but, like, no one beats Gavin. Like, me and Gavin are just, like, besties for life. I love that. Forever. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the cool thing about that, too, is, like, the internet kind of brought us together because, like, he was the other kid that was, like, doing the funny videos with his uncle. And I was doing it with my mom. And then he started making videos, like, on his own. And then... I did as like Charlene and stuff. 
And then we just became closer and closer. And we're like, hey, we have the same kind of life, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And then we started playing Roblox together. And then we finally met each other for my birthday this year. That's um, so cool. What was that moment like? That had to have been so. It was insane. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, you're real? Because it didn't <laughs> feel like it. Because if you talk to someone for like five years without ever seeing them in person, it's like you don't even think that they're like a human. <laughs> Right. Like, you're just like, oh, you're someone I talked to through the screen. That's fun. And it was the but same I, in person as it yeah. was those those five years? Oh, yeah. Probably even better. Because, like, in person, we were, like, able to, like, play games together. We were, like, laser tag and Roblox. And we played, like, a lot of um, street hockey in his garage because, Lord knows, it was freezing outside in February. It was, like, 99 it was like ninety nine minus degree minus ninety nine degrees. Like you'll get there like, eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad with that stuff. I don't know anything. I I suck at math. But anyway, that's because and, you're. So I have a theory. I think most people who are really good creatively are bad at math and science. It's a different part true. of your brain. I'm hey. horrible at. I'm horrible at math. I. Yeah. I can't believe I made it as far as I did. (laughs) I'm a very creative person, but at math, that's where it kind of stops. Are you good at language? Yes, actually. Yeah. See, you're, it's, it's the, it's like we use, we're strong in the same side of the brain. So language I was good at. Um, I was really creative art, art, but like science, math, my brain's like, Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know about that one. So I was watching your video about uh, a creepy Valentine's Day. Do you think, what do you think about Valentine's Day from your perspective? Do you actually think it's creepy? Yeah, I do. Why I do you really think do. it's creepy? Because it's just like weird. Like the whole like holiday is just a little strange. Like you're an adult, right? And you get a giant stuffed bear by your like boyfriend or girlfriend and they give you that and or like literal like a okay one thing that i will accept those a box of chocolates that's the only <laughs> thing that i like about valentine's day and i like the stuffed animals but i feel like a giant bear is kind of unnecessary like in your tiny new york apartment you're so practical <laughs> i am yeah <laughs> i am and also like it just doesn't make sense like the whole like holiday thing because like a naked baby will come with a bow and arrow and shoot you in the head to make you fall in love. Like, what is that logic? It's not logical, but it's not logical. It's not at all. So you're telling me that you don't want to get shot in the head by a naked baby. Right? Like what? That's weird. Can't relate. Bow and arrow. Like, yeah, that would hurt. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What do you, no. I'm, so you have all these characters, you have a very strong opinion about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to you for relationship advice. Oh. What do you what do you tell me? Mm, I don't know, man. I'm not good with that stuff. Uh, That's a good thing at your age. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably just to like be yourself and do the things you like to do and then you'll find someone you can actually relate to a lot of people who try and like 
date someone, they don't act like themselves because they want to be a better version, but then they find someone that's, like, super crappy because they, like, are not like them and stuff. And also, I think dating in general is overrated. Like, you don't need to live with someone for the rest of your life. Like, what's the point? You have to share toilet paper with someone after living at your parents' house? Like, why do you need someone else to live with when you're done living with your parents and sharing leftovers? Like, why, why can't you just keep all the leftovers? I mean, you like, could just order enough for everyone to have. But, like, I feel like that's, like, kind of also overrated. I feel like you only need a certain amount. And also, I like to feed the rest of my dogs. So I notice while I'm asking you questions, you're looking to the side. Are you looking at your mom while you're while you're looking over there? Yeah, and also I'm looking at a candle because it, it – I don't know why. Does your – does- I'm bad at eye contact sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at your mom brings you comfort? I'm not really looking at my mom either. Oh. To be completely honest, I'm looking at a tissue box. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So tell me, I want to know, I want to know your favorite par- parts about your mom. List them. Oh, okay. Because uh, she's very mom. involved with, she was very involved with like your content creation. So you, yeah. there's a connection there. What What are the things that you love about, about your mom? She's nice and funny and stuff, and yeah, <laughs> we're besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have you enjoyed making content with yeah. her? Does she elevate your content when you when you make it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really think about it. I'm just thinking about like what I'm doing in like just I don't know. When I think about doing videos, I don't really think about like. That I think more about like creating and just being creative, but yeah, she probably definitely does, you know, kind of like lighten the mood and help, you know, <laughs> make better videos. And my dog is literally chasing my big dog around, <laughs> trying to literally jump on her back because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. For some don't know why he literally like jump on her back, but not okay. I'm making it sound like. Like so over like <laughs> overdoing it, but what he does will he will jump like on her and like try to annoy her, and then she'll bark at him, and then they start fighting, and not really fighting, but mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, yeah. So, so you've been making content for a while now. Yes. Do you see content creation in your future, like for the duration, and and what? Like, do you have any like future plans for how you want to make content or types of projects yeah. you want to do? I do. I do. And I'm not going to tell them yet. But I do want to be an actor when I get older Mm -hmm. because I am doing auditions now already. And I want to be an actor like now, too. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of are, but not really because you're just being yourself. It's a long, long, like, process to, like, book, finally book a role. But once you get over that, then you will just, like, kind of just. You did book a role. I did book a role, but it was COVID, and I couldn't go. No. Exactly. When I exactly when I book a role, it's quarantine. I can't freaking go to New York. So how do you deal with disappointment like that? What is a way that you that when you get disappointed like, by things, you? I was just like, oh well, things happen for a reason. I mean, that would have been an awesome opportunity, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lady sent me flowers that like. And she's like, she literally told her daughter, like, oh, 
well, you're not as good as uh, she is. And then after that, I couldn't even go. And she's like, okay, you know what? You can be the role. <laughs> she said that to her daughter, and I was like, oh. No, but she's, like, awesome, and I really want to be in another one of her shows because she's just an amazing person. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was in L.A. for a long time auditioning for a lot of roles, and you're going to run right. into that situation quite a bit. Um, the best advice I have for that is just keep a positive relationship with everyone that you audition for because right. other opportunities will come up. And they will remember because it you can be as talented as as anybody, like the most talented person. But if you are not fun to work with, you're less likely to get booked. So just keep those relationships with those people and you'll 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 book over other people who might even be better at the role than you are just because you're fun and nice. (laughs) Okay, I have one more question. Mm -hmm. So uh, when for the last like probably six years when you ask kids your age what they want to be when they grow up the number one answer has been they want to be an influencer they want to be a youtuber really? yes that's like okay. it's not astronaut it's not fireman it's it's influencer mm-hmm. what advice would you give someone your age about becoming an influencer now what people really really like to see is this just like real life content i like don't you know, fake anything, just be you and be yourself because the content you make is going to be unique from everyone else's if you kind of just, like, be you. And that's kind of, like, what I think you should do. Also, if you want to be an influencer, starting on YouTube is a really good idea as well. Uh, Like, if you want to vlog, do ASMR, like, whatever you want to do, do it. Like, and start now because if you start now, then you'll have a better chance of, you know, growing your following and then when you get older you'll still have that following and you can be an influencer mm-hmm. why youtube <laughs> That's in particular like because i feel like it's like the easiest to understand like for me i feel like youtube's you know s- simple to upload and also youtube is just a very big platform and a lot of kids watch it so if you're a kid and you want other kids to see your video because you want them to follow you and not creepy old men that I post on YouTube. Um, and Do you encounter you know, creepy old men? I hope not. No, thank God. But if I did. Let me know if you do. Uh, I'd block them and my dad would kill them. Um, I would be right next to your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, on YouTube, make sure to use hashtags. And then make videos that people like, 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 um, vlogs, maybe do ASMR if you're good at whispering. I don't know. Do you have uh, an affinity for ASMR? You brought it up. I a love times. ASMR. It creeps me out. I can't watch it. It makes me so uncomfortable. Dude. Okay. Well, recommend something to me because I don't want to dislike it, but all the stuff that pops up, I'm like, and I kind of, <laughs> yeah, there's some weird stuff too. But, like, at the same time, like, the whispering and, like, personal attention of the video, it just relaxes me and makes me, like, want to fall asleep. So I use it to help me, like, sleep. But I feel like there's one that I really like watching. Her name's Gracie K. Mm-hmm. And there's also another one named Josie B. They're both, like, very, very relaxing to watch. And they're not creepy or anything at all. I um, think that's what I'm running into is, like, the yeah. creepy ASMR. Yeah. And that definitely like, exists. 
So there's like some dudes that are just like not the best and they're like, pluck in your ears. <laughs> no, thank you. Go thank give you. it back. <laughs> yeah, no, give it back. Give it back. What so you that doing? helps you with your with like anxious feelings? Right. It helps like with anxious feelings and it helps with like sleeping and stuff for me. Uh it's just relaxing to me, but obviously not everyone is gonna like it. And I you know, I don't expect them to because if you really think about it, it's a little strange, like just people whispering to you to fall asleep mm-hmm. behind a screen. Mm-hmm. A little weird. But I don't know. I just find it relaxing. If you can find the right video and like if you can find the kind of ASMR that you like and that helps you sleep, then yeah, do okay. that. Watch that. I'll I'll go and check out those people. But I lied. I have one more question now after. Okay. After. <laughs> just, okay. just one more question, I promise. Um how do you how do you self-care? It seems like ASMR is one of the ways that you take care of yourself. Like right. you have a self-care day. What does that day look like? Oh, okay. So definitely just kind of like not having so many like priorities or like things that I need to do, just kind of relaxing the day and kind of just like a wave, like kind of like a a little wave, like letting the day do what it wants to do. So I don't really have any plans on the day. I want to like chillax for my mental health and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just chill and then I'll probably just eat good natural food because it does actually help with anxiety and your stuff. Your noggin. And that food really does make a difference in your mental health 100%. Right. Uh-huh. I really like cooking too. Yesterday yeah. I made a chicken sandwich and it was very yummy. Yeah, so you're a chef too? What can't you do? What are you bad at? <laughs> Uh, I'm actually bad at drawing a little bit. Me too. What? Maybe it's that brain thing again. Maybe I, it can't, is. I can't even draw a great stick figure. It's not happening and for me. I'd, I'd love to draw. I'd love to be able to draw. I draw the most, I draw, I draw the best things. I'd be the second Picasso, but <laughs> I can't, I cannot draw. But if I could, I would know what to draw. And I just be like the best at it, but you know, there's almost, almost there's always so much you can do. So you, know you can what? only I'll, be so talented, and then you have right, to like, give you know, some to the other people. Right, <laughs> you kind of have to do that. <laughs> so if people are inspired by you and want to reach out to you, where's the best place for them to do that? Okay, so we have an Instagram, and that's most where we post and a Facebook and a TikTok. But uh, it's kind of like the same username every single platform. Um, Instagram is Katie Ryan 430 mm-hmm. I think. I think. Yeah. 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 So I'm and assuming then, that's your mom's name and her birthday? Uh, Actually, no. Oh. Our TikTok username is actually my mom's name and my mom's birthday. Oh. It's Katie Ryan 630 because she is a cancer June 30th. So where did 430 come from? I don't know. Mom? I literally should know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you just right. picked some numbers and let it fly. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But yeah, that's our TikTok and our Instagram. You can comment in our TikTok if you want to just say hello and same with our, you could DM, DM us on Instagram or comment. We try and reply to all our comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we try and post every single day. So 
Yeah. Well, not every single day. We draw, what, do I, what do I post every single day on? Facebook. Facebook. We post every single day on Facebook. Wow. Our Facebook. Does Facebook do well for you? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm starting that's to look it, into Facebook, but I haven't used Facebook in a long time. Yeah. That's where, like, Charlene kind of took off and stuff. Yeah. What did Facebook name? Katie Ryan Ava. Okay. Katie Ryan Ava. Any numbers? No. 730 <laughs> something. Okay. I like I like watching you roast your mother over your usernames. That's yeah. A- <laughs> Pretty, yeah. Do you guys have good roast sessions with each other sometimes? A little bit, yeah. She's better. I can't really roast her. She roasts me and her dad. She's like a- <laughs> you, you you did that, okay? You made her like this, okay? She I know. you made her a good roaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's really good. Like she can find the one thing that you don't even know that you're like insecure about but i won't i won't do that unless you like you are really mean to me well yeah if i like get you in trouble and you that's when you I get roasted. yeah if i get in trouble mom gets roasted if my dad gets me in trouble dad gets roasted but, you, you're worse but if you're just like a chill person because he can handle it yeah <laughs> like he's not like you know like he doesn't have like a lot of insecurities like he's like just like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh it off It'll that, be like, go through it. Sometimes that's all you can can really do. And I'm just yeah. going to give you some some guidance from one roaster to another. It is a superpower and you have to yes. be careful how you use it. Okay. Because you probably like me have the ability to kind of see through a lot of people yes. and roast them in a way they didn't understand they could be roasted. And that can be right. damaging. So just be careful with your superpower. Okay. 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 <laughs> But thank no, you, right. thank you for giving me your time. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Ava for being on Unfiltered Friends. If you want to reach out to her, find her social media. It's linked in the show notes. And if you enjoy the content that you hear, come over to Patreon, patreon.com slash unfilteredfriends. It helps support the podcast and you get fun, exclusive perks. And until next week, this has been Unfiltered Friends.